Hi, I'm Brett Larkin. This is the Yoga Hacks podcast, and today's yoga hack is all about how to incorporate journaling into your yoga practice in order to find more courage, more confidence, and even change your life. So the kind of journaling I'm talking about here has nothing to do with recording how your day went or maybe your images of journaling as a child where you sort of recounted what happened. That is absolutely not uh, what this is about. This kind of journaling is about channeling your inner wisdom. It's about releasing unwanted thoughts. It's about manifesting your desires. And ideally, it leaves you with a sense of confidence and clarity. And it's such a great complement to yoga and meditation. So this is sort of my recipe of how to do it. The first thing you want to do is you want to do yoga or go for a run or do some form of exercise. So just like it's great to do physical yoga, yoga asana, before we sit to meditate, it's equally important to do yoga and sort of exercise the body and move before we sort of buckle ourselves into our journaling seat. And there's a couple of reasons for this. Exercise of any kind gets your creative juices flowing and it also helps burn off frantic or anxious energy that you may have that's you know often just residing in the body until we burn it off. And then What's so great about yoga, and probably you can resonate with this if you're listening to this podcast, is that yoga specifically, as opposed to other forms of exercise, especially helps you quiet your mind. So in Sanskrit, there's this word vritti, which means mind chatter, all the noise, all the thoughts. And yoga helps you quiet all the voices and thoughts and to-do lists and really helps you connect with your deepest, most authentic self. And this is essential for the kind of journaling we're going to be doing. So if you like, as you do your yoga practice, you can sort of set the intention that you want to connect with your deepest self, to connect with your inner wisdom. And you can sort of see your physical asana practice as this shedding or burning off of your day-to-day duties, your day-to-day identity, so that when you you know fall into shavasana, you feel very calm and centered and peaceful. The next thing you want to do is just sit quietly for a few moments or meditate. So the goal here is to just spend a few more moments in silence to tune out the rest of the world and tune in to your inner voice. So if you have a regular pranayama and meditation practice or you like doing meditation to one of my guided meditation videos, you can do that. If meditation's really not your thing, just sit quietly for a few minutes and focus on your breath. As you sit, I want you to focus on your desire to connect with your wisest self and with universal consciousness at large. So there's sort of two different concepts here and really they're intrinsically connected infinite wisdom of the universe, your own personal infinite wisdom. You're just trying to tap into both of these energies. So some techniques you can use to to do that, um, I'll offer a couple, is one, you can imagine a beam of light that's moving up your spine to connect to the heavens above you or to connect to something greater than you. You can visualize a huge ocean of intelligence and meaning and imagine that you're just sinking into that ocean You can visualize a deity or a presence of someone who you really care about, someone calming, maybe from your past, sitting with you or coming towards you. 
And if you like more practical visualizations, just visualize yourself as either an old man or an old woman filmed, filled with wisdom. So just seeing your older self um, coming to sit with you and maybe putting their arm around you. So lots of different visuals you can use here. And of course, feel free to make up your own and discover your own. I, I feel the ocean is something that I end up seeing a lot. I also like to visualize the goddess Kuan Yin, who's one of my favorite deities sort of coming towards me and connecting with me. And, you know, just keep in mind whether you're visualizing a deity or a god or goddess or, you know, your deceased grandmother, someone from your past, all of these things are really representations of your inner wisdom. So that's what we're tapping into regardless of the visualization and no matter how it sort of manifests. The visual of a physical god or goddess or a person from your past is still you. It's still a representation of you. All right, so now staying connected with that the best you can, you want to begin to find your journal and begin to write. So you can grab your favorite notebook and a pen and pencil or you can reach for your computer. And then what I want you to do is begin writing down questions or worries, really anything that is on your mind. And then the next thing to do is see if you feel called to write commentary or answers to these prompts from your highest self. So this journaling session can take a couple different directions and all of them are good. So don't, don't worry about which one you end up going down on a particular day. The important thing is to do your practice and to do the writing. The first one is what I like to call release, which means you only write down questions or things that are on your mind. Basically, your journaling session turns into just this endless writing of questions or even maybe a rant or just word vomit. You just release every thought or worry inside of you onto the page, which could include, I don't want to write right now. I didn't like my yoga practice today. I'm really hungry, really anything. And usually those superficial things that I just mentioned give way to writing more about, you know, what's troubling you or questions you have. And even if you just write down this sort of stream of consciousness, questions, thoughts, it's still immensely therapeutic. And it's likely that whatever you write about will be closer to your heart and deeper to the root cause of whatever it is that's troubling you than if you did this writing without doing yoga first, because usually, at least after we do yoga, we have a heightened state of awareness. So you'll feel lighter after you get these thoughts out of your head and onto the page. It's sort of like taking out the garbage, the garbage out of your brain. <laughs> and then you can look back at what you wrote after you finish and you know, you could do this for 10 minutes, for five minutes, maybe you get really inspired and end up writing for 15. It's not important how long, just do it. And you may look at what you wrote and see that you find insights, that you see connections maybe about what's going on in your life that wasn't there before. You can get a sense of clarity by releasing your thoughts onto the page like this and then just read them and observe them without judgment. Or you could read them and observe them and imagine that you're your own mother or you're your own grandmother or caring figure, just loving yourself without judgment. So this style of journaling is really a great way to embody what yoga teaches us, which is that you are not your thoughts. That becomes abundantly clear when you're able to write your thoughts down and look at them as something that's outside of yourself.
The second way your journaling session may go is what I call free form or Q&A. And that's when you start the same way you did in our release journaling. You end up writing your troubles, your thoughts, your questions. It's very stream of consciousness. But then somehow magically answers and commentary from your highest self begin to pop into your head and you write down what the voice of your highest self says as well. So I like to think of these as impulsive answers and they really just appear out of nowhere. It's like your deepest self or your guardian angel just talking to you through writing. And this has been huge for me because a lot of people or many people have, you know, they, they receive things in meditation, you know, a voice talks to them or they get guidance on what to do. And that for me personally, I found that that very rarely happened. I enjoy meditation as a way to calm down and slow down my breath. And I think it's just fantastic for getting me more centered and grounded, but I wasn't, I wasn't feeling this guidance or this huge connection to you know, the answers of things that I wanted or messages coming to me when I just sat in meditation. But when I started journaling after meditation, I absolutely felt this voice that I think a lot of people or maybe some people just receive in meditation was coming through me through writing and really had a lot to say. So this is the prep work basically of connecting with your highest self through yoga and meditation, the things we did before now manifests as this (laughs) other person that's just conversing on the page with you. So your journal may take on this Jekyll and Hyde format in which you, you, your scared self, um, maybe expresses fears or asks questions like, I don't know what to do about X. And then all of a sudden you'll just find yourself writing from the voice of your big self, your truest, most authentic self, you know, you need to do this, you need to calm down, you need to, you know, do X, Y, Z. It sounds crazy. And if you look at what you wrote, it, it seems crazy, but it's very exciting because this kind of journaling session is basically free coaching, free therapy from the person who really knows what's best for you, which is yourself. And it can be really shocking to see how much that powerful, wise, intuitive voice has to say to you, when you give them some space on the page or when you ask them a direct question and you're able to just step into their shoes, literally, it's like putting on a costume or putting on a cloak or stepping into their moccasins or something. And you're able just to write and direct yourself from this completely grounded, centered place. The third way that this may go is what I call turning your journaling into an intention session. So this is where you have absolutely no idea about what to write. You are completely blocked. Your mind is jello. You can't even get yourself to write out your questions and your thoughts, stream of consciousness style, like in the first variation. You're just completely stuck. And if this happens, or if you even just need to do this as a way to get started, The fallback plan is just to write out exactly what you want in the present tense as a way to manifest your desires. So for example, I might write my retreat to Italy this June is full. We're seeing incredible artwork in Florence. We're swimming in our hotel pool. 
everyone is relaxed. Everyone's experiencing personal transformation. I'm teaching at the intersection of art and yoga at my highest potential. And I'm just writing in the present tense exactly what I want to manifest as if I'm living it already. And if you run out of things to say, you can just write the same desires over and over. So you can look for key phrases that you can hone in on. For example, I am teaching at my highest potential, one of the last things I said. I might just write that 5, 10, 20 times. I'm teaching at my highest potential. I'm teaching at my highest potential. I'm teaching at my highest potential, right? Or for you, whatever it is, I'm confident. I'm achieving my goals with grace. I'm, you know, in that new house. I'm whatever it is. And this is such a great way to sow the seeds of your desires in your nervous system through writing and also to let the universe really know what you want. So what I've given here are three ways your journaling can go, sort of just a rambling release of thoughts, a rambling release of thoughts that turns into you answering and stepping in (laughs) to the role of your highest self and writing to yourself like a coach or mentor would write to you, or that you just write down your intentions to seal them into your body and really make them known and really direct your mind towards the things you want. So some additional tips here I have for you is, you know, don't stress if your preferred way to write is on a computer. You don't need to be doing this by hand. I've had some of my most powerful sessions of the kind of Q&A from my highest self on the computer. When I do the intention type of writing, I do like to write it by hand just because I think there is something to physically feeling your hand writing the things you want. I don't know. I feel there's more of a nervous system connection there when you're doing the intention manifestation kind of writing. So I do prefer to do that by hand if possible. But the first two kinds, the just releasing my thoughts onto the page or doing the Q&A kind of with my highest self, I do on the computer because I can type faster on the computer. And my highest self almost says things to me so quickly that if I weren't on the computer, I wouldn't even be able to write it all down. So you're not a bad yogi or not you know, doing it right if you do it on a computer. I would just suggest try to have Word or Evernote or whatever you're going to write in open on your laptop or computer so that when you finish your meditation session, you can go right into writing without distracting, you know, without seeing Facebook or seeing other things. And my second tip is to just make all of this fit your personal style. So if you're someone who meditates regularly, you love incense, you love cards, you love mala beads, you love dimming the lights, right? And you really want to create a sacred space for your journaling time, please do that and it's going to be magical. But if those things just aren't your style and it's more you to, you know, just go for a run, exercise at the gym, and then plop down in front of the computer when your endorphins and mental energy is really high, do that instead. There's no wrong or right way. As long as you make some time to slow down your breath after some sort of physical exercise and then do your writing, you're doing it right. And then my third tip is to just release any expectation. 
you never know when the when you do this if the journaling session is going to turn into this super insightful Q&A session with your highest self where you're just getting all these jaw-dropping insights and advice that really blows your mind or if it's just going to be you writing stream of consciousness with really no directive, no answers. The important thing is to just see writing as a ritual form of release and of self-connection. You want to make it a habit. And just like our yoga practice and the Yoga Sutra teaches us, you want to release the desire for results. So you put in the work, you do the discipline, and the embedded benefit here is that you're just going to get tremendous self-awareness and gain so much self-awareness no matter what. So the next time that you feel uncertain or anxious or insecure, try to resist Googling the problem, running to the computer, distracting yourself with your phone or social media, or calling someone for advice. Try this instead. Try this technique of yoga, little meditation, journaling, because you really never know the confidence and the answers that you are seeking likely lay within you and those are likely the answers that you really need to need to get and receive so I hope that you'll give this a try let me know how it goes I would love to hear from you of course ways that you can further connect with me is you absolutely want to get on my mailing list on my website if you haven't done that already at brettlarkin.com You get a free class sent to you just for signing up. That's a private class that's not on YouTube. And it's pretty much how I communicate everything important to my community. Discounts on courses and things that are going on and really everything else. New videos that come out every week, new podcasts, everything. You definitely want to be on the mailing list. And if you use Facebook and you like uh, using social media as part of your yoga practice, I really also highly Uh, suggest joining our private Facebook group, which is just an incredible, uplifting community. And you can do that by going to the URL, Yoga Hacks Community. So it's yoga, H-A-C-K-S, community.com. And that'll redirect you right to the private Facebook group where I can approve you as a member. Of course, please subscribe to my channel on YouTube. That's the number way you can support me and free yoga online and looking forward to hearing your feedback comments and thoughts on your journaling huge hugs from my heart to yours namaste